Do you believe in accountable love? Welcome to Accountable Love, home of the love snobs, where love is a group journey. My name's Aziz. I'm Jerry. And today we'll be talking about how people hate the care, but love the drama. The Accountable Love podcast is really important because we're all about being informers, being yeah. informers, informing people. Because we use we use a lot of terms like, what does marriage mean to, to people? You know, a lot of it is the glamour and the glitz. Well, and shit, the what does relationship means to people? Yeah, you know, it like, starts with something of, so simple. It's a lot. It's a lot of things that we really don't define. We define poorly. Yeah. And we think that it's just a rite of passage, and everybody is equipped to do it because they can't. Mm-hmm. It's like because you can purchase it, you you, you deserve it. And that's not how that that's not how that works. You have to be ready to be dedicated, truthful, honest. You gotta commit to something bigger than yourself. Yeah, because there's gonna be days that you're not gonna wanna show up. Twenty years down the line, you're not the same person that they actually met, but there has to be something that's gonna force you to figure it out so that you can be as close to the person that they met as possible. So we decided this to to, to introduce this topic because and like dissect this topic and obviously when we talk about drama we're not talking about acting on on tv we're not talking about theatrics we're talking about the fact that relationships are skewed because of drama well yeah if some people believe that if they don't have enough if they don't have enough things going wrong within the relationship is not healthy enough which is kind of which is kind of weird right like they think that if something is quote unquote too perfect or we didn't fight or we didn't have an argument or we're not you know disrespecting each other then we mean we're we're probably not in the best relationship i mean and it's also when we talk about the cure because obviously we're big on defining our terms when we're talking about drama we're talking about power yeah we're talking about lying Mm -hmm. we're talking about um you know things of that nature we're not just talking about the fact that um people are just looking for drama. I'm not saying necessarily they're looking for drama, but they do love drama in the sense that they don't speak out when they need to speak out. Well, I They're think, not comfortable having a discussion when they need to have a discussion. Well, yeah, so people may not necessarily seek drama, but sometimes when they encounter problems, uh-huh. they don't necess- you give them a solution and they still want to stay within the problem. You know Definitely. what I mean? Definitely. Or we can even go back, and I know that you don't, you know, you, Aziz is not a big, you know, media, person in terms of like entertainment wise uh, but just go yeah. back to you know the the the, the docuseries current events current events sorry yes you're not big, big on current events <laughs> well pop culture right yeah, like so he's, he's not big on pop culture but let's go back to the the the, the surviving r kelly thing right Definitely. and we had all these women who made a choice to be with this man mm-hmm. and some of them were of age so we're not even talking about the the the, the ladies that were under age we're talking about grown adults Definitely. That made the decision to be in this man's presence and live with him in this house where they were held captive or whatever the case may be, but it was a choice. Definitely. And they could have got out of it. They came from families and maybe maybe they had other issues on the side, but the point is, is that they had a choice, right? Definitely. And they, they realized did. that it was an issue, but they still wanted something out of the deal, so they decided to stay there. So really, a lot of people hold on to certain things because they don't necessarily want to, they don't want to change it. Definitely. They, I mean... They don't really, really what they really want is somebody to give them a reason to stay in the situation. They want us to, you come to a person that's a relationship architect and you're, or a counselor or anything of that nature and you're asking them to actually help and assist in your relationships when it comes to that point where it's like you might have to break ties because the relationship is toxic. Mm-hmm. Then 
they're looking for ways to stay in a relationship. They feel like they employed you to stay in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When, when you have to be in equal relationship, equal to healthy relationship. So the point is health. And remember, we talked about how people look at the norm more. They want to do the normal things. They want to do yeah. what's normal. They seek mm -hmm. what's normal. Well, really, it's about what's healthy. Mm -hmm. And what's healthy is exceptional. So you have to look for exceptional relationships. You have to look for relationships that actually make you feel complete, make you feel whole. And a lot of people go through this, I don't feel complete in a relationship. But you single as a person, and then you add on other people, it does help you feel more whole mm -hmm. because you have more support. Mm -hmm. So that's all that's saying, is that you have more support. So it is important to eliminate the drama by actually being honest and taking responsibility and being mm -hmm. accountable. It's accountable in love. So in your scenario, the women are of age, they're going in and they have their own agenda because he is our Who Kelly. he is, yeah. See what I'm saying? So like they have their own agenda and then when everything's not going the way they see fit or years later mm -hmm. and they see, you know, they might get a, a little publicity for it, now they're bashing the person well, for that say same understanding. Just the point is like right now, the situation's no longer working for them. Yeah, definitely. It's no longer working for them, and now they, it's like, you know, I'm out, and I, I look back, and it was a messed up situation to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's really just taking responsibility for the part that you played in it. And that would take me to, you know, my next point. Well, of, that's probably why I don't really do the pop culture, because I really don't have a clear understanding of everything that went on. So mm -hmm. I hate to really have a discussion about something that I don't know all the details about. Because yeah, of course. You, you only really, get a snapshot of yeah, it, Yeah, you, you don't have an opinion. Like, I really, I'm really big on having a valued opinion. And that means having something of validity, you know? So well, you have to have the information to actually make a determination. And if you don't have all the information, you just got he say or his side, her side, it's harder to make a, you know, a determination on what went wrong, what happened, and things of that nature. But even talking about how we interact with people and how we talk to them about relationships and going into relationships, mm -hmm. you know, like I always say, they should go into a relationship thinking about buying a house. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people go into relationships, oh, I just want to have sex, they want to rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go in a relationship and you're serious about a relationship, you should be able to talk about the important things on the first date. But mm -hmm. a lot of people stay away from those topics. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're not thinking about building a house from the ground up. No. And it's from the ground up, meaning you're building, you're, you're just starting out with a parking lot yeah. or a lot to build your house. So you've got to build a foundation first. And then when you get to the house, you're actually moving each other's stuff in. And so you got to decide whose stuff to move in, whose stuff's not going to get moved in. Mm -hmm. And you got to now decide which stuff you want in your house and which stuff you don't together. So you are merging. And a lot of people look to still have individuality where you bring your identities and then y'all form something that's bigger than the, the sum of each part. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But it all starts with, it starts with a, be a belief, you know. So, you know, uh, I was just thinking the other day as I was changing up some of my habits, right, and I was thinking the moment that you make the decision to swap one habit for another, uh, for another habit, what's so funny? Mm -hmm. No, I was just thinking, like, how a lot of people, yeah, you, you, I agree with you, like, how a lot of people just don't get it. But go ahead. It's just in my mind. I was just in my head. <laughs> I, uh, I was in my head. I was oh. in my head. So I'm sitting there laughing about how hard it is for people to grasp the concept of actually being in a healthy relationship. But it's really so when you, when when you, you was talking, a... I was, I'm sorry, I apologize, but I was just in my head. But go ahead. Well, when you make the decision, you're basically swapping one. I, when you swap in one habit for another habit, because you believe that this habit that's gonna 
that that's gonna um, replace the the other habit. It's a better habit, right? Definitely. Or a better situation for yourself. So it starts with believing that, and then it starts with putting it into action, and it start, and then the next thing is consistency. Definitely. And then before you know it, that bad habit is no longer a thing anymore, and you replace it with a good habit. But it all starts with the belief. It's believing that you that you d believe in that you either deserve better or that you don't deal with certain things like drama Definitely. or if Everything you are solution driven if you solution if if you are you if you're solution driven mm -hmm. and that is your belief then that should transfer over to everything that you have going on Definitely meaning that when you're solution driven it should supersede progress should supersede uh, motion, uh, motion of the individual. It should yeah. be always about the greater good mm -hmm. and the greater whole. And obviously, you take emotions into account when actually working towards the greater good. But you can't use emotions to now get somebody to move the way you want them to move. No, that's also abuse. Yeah, but we is. don't really talk be. about mm -hmm. how that people abuse each other by using emotional blackmail. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about that enough. But back to how basically. They do, they do want drama, meaning when you talk to somebody about when they've been in a relationship for 10 years, half the relationship, somebody's cheated on them, somebody mm -hmm. beat on them, somebody abused them, and they're doing better for the last six months. Yeah. You're trying to really weigh the pros and the cons, and that's what it's about. So when you're seeking help, somebody, the person that's helping you may tell you might have to leave that relationship. We can't always give you a solution to stay within that relationship because it's fractured. And mm -hmm. when you've been abused for five years, six years and that's all you know. You need then, other people to help you get through, make those decisions so that you can make better decisions for definitely yourself. Definitely, because it's, it's the norm for you. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to what we talk about, how something feels normal to you. Just because it feels normal to you doesn't mean that it's healthy. Yeah. And now you're supposed to work towards health. So mm -hmm. when you go and seek somebody to help you or you go, you speak to your friends or you speak, and you should let, it, like we talk about all the time, you should let everybody in so they can give you a great assessment on your relationship mm -hmm. because your friends see something you might not see. Your parents see something you might not see. Your kids may even see something you might not see. So you're taking all the input and then you make a decision based on that because you don't know everything in that relationship though you're in the relationship. Just like a lot of people say, I know who I am. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me who I am. Yeah, yeah, but a yeah, lot yeah. of people, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's also, people know who you are also because yes. they're watching the things that you don't know about yourself. It's a, co it's a collection, it's, it's, it's collective. You know Definitely. what I mean? So yes, you may know certain things and you know what it all goes back to people use that line when they don't share everything Definitely. so if of course I'm not gonna know who you are if you don't share everything mm -hmm. but if you are if you are open and vulnerable and I, I, I do truly know you then I can make an assessment or even if I don't truly know you I can take based on what I see based on what you do I can make an assessment on, on, on who you are that way as well Definitely. but I, I believe that people that say that are defensive because they, they don't really let you in anyway so well, when you look at it, when you look at it, it's a lot of uh, cultural norms are based on a lot of people that, that fell short trying to find a way that's convenient to get in. Mm. When you think about it, like even using words like different, yeah. it's just like you made a great point. There's a difference between different and better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you change your habits or you change your lifestyle yes. because it's better. Better, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's different, now what we're talking about, like when you're sitting there having a discussion with somebody about improving their lifestyle or improving something, you are saying the information you're giving them will better enhance their life. Yeah. They'll say it's just different. You have a different. You're mm -hmm. just different. There's, there's no difference to it when your difference is only when it's, yeah, when it's better. When you deal with an opinion or when something's a, not a, it can be a, a opinion, it's because it's equal in value. Mm -hmm. So if you have 
two models, you're determining which one is better looking or which one's a better fit, but you mm -hmm. have a model and somebody that's not a model, it's that person's a model. Yeah. And I'm not talking about looks, I'm just talking about that's their profession. Yes. So there is a, they, they, they are different, mm -hmm. but there is a, there is a, a fact that that person's a model and you're not. Mm -hmm. So you have to have, you have to have them clear lines and a lot of people in our society doesn't, don't want the structure. They prefer the drama. So the structure is what's going to cause the cures. Yeah. The structure is what's going to allow you to actually hold somebody accountable. You enter a relationship. The structure is the promise. Mm -hmm. When you enter a relationship, you make promises to one another. And then once you fall short of those promises, what's the first thing you do? I'm human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make excuses for it. So if you're saying you're human, what are you for not cheating? What are you for not doing the same Superhuman. thing? Superhuman. Right? So you really you I'm really take away, you really now, it's a backhanded comment. It's basically yeah. saying that I'm forcing my views on you or I'm judging you. Mm -hmm. But I am judging you because you just committed an act that was against the promise or the commitment that you decided to mm -hmm. sign up for. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Or even in a friendship. You didn't show up, you apologize. They're like, why are you bringing up old stuff when they do it again? Mm -hmm. You just did it twice. People are counting. Yeah. They're not going to keep letting you do things. It does, it does work against you. Now, if they forgave you and they say, okay, we're going to work on this relationship, and then you do it again, that's two you strikes. Started, you're starting back at yeah. square one again, yeah. That's two strikes. That's not just one strike. That's mm -hmm. two strikes. You did it. You did something that fractured the relationship. We're building it back, back up. And as we're building it back up, you did it again to fracture it. Yeah. So you got to make decisions. And when we talk about when we talk about the cure, what would you say? What would you say the a cure would be like? Well, I think it's to kind of also tap into the unconscious. So I know a lot of people also make decisions based on fear. Definitely. So I think, and I myself struggle with that as well, right? Mm -hmm. So the fear of the unknown, fear of starting over, fear of making. If if I if I admit to myself that something is wrong, then I have to change it, right? Definitely. Because than just be in denial, just stay in the dark then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So most of the time, most people, when they admit something, then people are gonna, the people around them are probably gonna hold them accountable, Definitely. so they have to make certain decisions, so most people just act like it's not happening. Definitely, you gotta so, make changes. So yeah, so I think that fear is one of those things that can cripple you. Definitely. And I think that it's one of those things that people really need to tap into and figure out what are the things that they are scared of and really work on that because that can hold them back from making a healthy decision for themselves. Like Definitely. being in an unhealthy relationship with someone. Definitely. We build a home together, right? We have, a, everything is intertwined. We have a home, we have kids, we have, not you and I, but you know what I mean. You know, we have all these things and, but what we have together is not healthy anymore, right? And we're at the point where we're probably better apart than together. Definitely. Right? But we're at the, we, we are also at the stage where we can't, we can't separate um, we can't, it's not, it's not going to be a clean break. It's not going to be a clear, no, exactly. Yeah, so we're at that point where it's not going to be a clean break, but we we know we need to break up. And someone has to start from scratch. Definitely. And I, it's the fear of, I think it's, it's you know, people not wanting to do that. And I, I think I think where they look at starting from scratch, and like I think that that's where most people go, they go extreme. So I will agree with you, it is fear. You go extreme. Yeah, of course, you don't your think mind goes steps. like all the way, yes. So, when you look at it and it's time for a person to split up or it's time for a person to separate and they have all that stuff that's combined, what happened to the friendship? Okay, what happened to the friendship that established that relationship? So I live in a house with you, me and you have a house, we pay for a mortgage, we live together. If the relationship is not where it's not toxic where we have to actually walk out the, each other's lives, we still have a friendship. 
So we still can raise our children, we still can maintain, we still can stay in the same household and actually build until somebody actually can move out where they don't have to struggle. You can, do, you can also do that. You can actually deal with things on a mature level where you understand a relationship, there's tears to it, right? So we have the friendship first. Mm -hmm. and then we have the romantic component. Yes. But we always maintain the friendship. Because yes. everybody's working towards a friendship, right? So that's the, that's the component that's solid in the relationship, right? In the relationship structure. So when you actually try to romance and it doesn't work out, what happened to the friendship where you aren't going to put your the person in a bad situation. Well, it starts back to the podcast that we had about what are the questions that you ask when you're meeting someone and dating, right? Definitely. So it has to be a belief. Mm -hmm. We both have to believe that we have a we believe in friendship. Definitely. That 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 turned into partnership and so on and so forth. Like you said, there's levels mm -hmm. to it. Definitely. But in order to bring the levels back down or to go back the reverse way to make sure that we are at a place where we can make decisions that make sense for the both of us, even though we're both hurt, Definitely. I think that we both have to agree to that. And we have to always agree to that. We have to have, it has to be a principle. It has to be something that we both said that, hey, no matter what happens between us, this is, this, this this is, is the situation. This, we, this is home base. Definitely. This is where we, we go back to start. Definitely. And I think that not enough people are having those conversations. So wouldn't you say that Akira would be actually instead of saying the first date, you're really trying to figure out if we can be friends first. Absolutely. Because if you can't be friends, how could you be partners? And if, obviously when it, it goes to that full extreme where you date you're with somebody, that's actually somebody you wouldn't even be a friend with. Yes. So I think the, the, what, what we would say to somebody, a cure would be is actually establish the friendship first. Mm -hmm. See if you could actually be friends with this person before you take it there. Mm -hmm. You could be attracted to them. You can like how they look. You can like how they make you feel. But at the same time, can you be their friend? Do you want to be their friends? How do they treat their friends? How yes. do they treat their family? How uh, do they but, treat all mm -hmm. these people? So like you have to learn all those things before you even join into a commitment. That's why we tend to now, and obviously with Accountable Love, we're actually um, strengthening what love means. We're giving love more of a value back in this society because mm -hmm. when you say I love you, it is a promise, it is a responsibility, and people are losing focus of that. They're saying they love you to anybody. Yeah. Look, there's a love you button on social media. I know. You see what I'm saying? So like. <laughs> That's the thing, like, I, I want to, we, we have to be clear, like, there's stages to this. Mm -hmm. And the first time, we're just like, okay, let's, let's see if we can be friends first. Yes. Let's see how that works. And if we teach our children that from the ground up, the relationships will be function a lot better. So I think that would definitely be a cure. Focusing on overcoming a fear, number one. And mm -hmm. it actually would actually smooth things out because you actually can do more things in front of your friends, right? Yeah. You, you don't feel, it's not, that, that stress is not there. Mm -hmm. But you still know that you're building, you still know you're attracted to each other, you still know all these things that you're having discussions about. Yeah. But you're not faking, you're trying to build a you're friendship. You're being who you are Definitely. and who you are is enough for that person, Definitely. right? So it should be enough to propel the relationship to the next, the next, the next phase of it. Definitely. But you know, you're, Yes, you're right about the whole friendship thing and everyone should be friends first. And I think that that would be the thing that when things get rough and when the dust settles, we can look each other in the eyes and say, you know, we used to be friends. Definitely. Like, where's that integrity? Where's that, where's that commitment? You know what I mean? And we can say, you know, maybe we need a little bit of t time apart to kind of clear our heads oh, so we can come talk back to, to me the like table. a friend. Yeah, just say, like, like shorty looks good, friend, this person looks yeah, nice. Yeah, if I this, was your friend, then... I'm, I'm thinking about cheating. I'm thinking about, I'm yeah. interested in another person. Like, let's start the dialogue. I mean, I'm thinking about cheating. Do, I like, no, I mean, not thinking about cheating. <laughs> you're okay, thinking about I did cheating? Say that, like, I don't think like, how that's you, supposed to go. You're thinking about cheating in the sense, let me explain it. You're thinking about cheating in the sense that you're at work 
and you're not, it's not going well at home, so you're thinking about messing with somebody else, but instead really? you brought it home. People I mean, don't I do guess, that? I, no, people, well, that I'm happens not, okay, all the okay, time. Okay. What are you I'm talking not saying about? people don't think about cheating. I talk cheating, to people all the time but if, you don't, but if you don't believe, if you don't believe in I cheating. I would agree you don't believe in cheating, but what, what I'm saying is they, they thought about actually stepping out, okay. which would be cheating. They so thought they about say, life on the other side. No, they thought about stepping out. They literally thought about <laughs> stepping out. They introduced themselves to a person. They thought about stepping out. They, they put the pause button on it, and they actually had a discussion. That's thinking about cheating. Okay. I'm sorry I had to spell it out, man. That, that's, that's, just, that's just bad. That's just I bad. Mean, but I, I'm just saying, and, and when you look at it, when you look at it, I know it just sounds weird to you, but when you look at it, people are, you consider it. When I'm looking at somebody else, so when you take somebody's number, so I guess you can, not, not even people, just taking somebody's well, number. On, you have a dialogue and you have a connection, and you and you thought about it. Why can't you have that no, discussion? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's what not I'm saying. Not enough people say it. So yeah, you saying it to me. I'm not it even in a relationship, yeah, and I'm like, you thinking about you thinking about cheating. <laughs> <laughs> it came off. But, I think it came off a but little like, crazy. But, but, it, but people do it passive aggressively. Like the guy's gonna take. Okay, not men are not the only ones to cheat. I take somebody's number. Okay. Knowing damn well that I'm attracted to him, Definitely. so I may not be. I'm not. Good, I may not outright say, "Hey, I'm thinking about cheating." But why the hell am I taking his number? But and I am attracted cheated. to him. Yeah, you already. I already cheated, cheated by taking <laughs> his number without cheated. saying anything. But that's the point. I'm not even saying taking this. I'm saying the fact that you felt you but had I, a vibe with wanted... somebody else. Let's say a coworker or somebody you work closely with. You had a vibe with them, and because everything's not working out at home, like why are you not having the discussion? Because you would with a friend. If I now thought about, let's say, you're not my girlfriend, you're my like friend, me, me and, and I thought had about a good it, conversation. yeah, and I'm gonna have a discussion with you as my friend. So yeah. why can't you compartmentalize and put that to the side and really key in on the friendship component of the relationship and actually have the dialogue? They might be like, listen, I understand that's something that happens. We're, we're going through rough patches. We're going through a rough time. We're, we're dealing with certain things. We're dealing with certain issues. They might have that discussion, and then. It might alleviate some of the, 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 the pressure you feel. And then you might realize that you do have somebody special at home that's there with you, that you don't have to sneak around, that you actually can walk home and talk to them about tough things that you're thinking about independently at, with an independent thought. We, are, we do each have an identity mm -hmm. that we're putting in to make this work. Yeah. Even when it comes to a friend, let's say with friendship, because the drama just don't start. When we talk about relationships, it just don't start with the intimate relationship. No. It also, when it comes to a friend, let's say a friend you're not attracted to, a friend that's just platonic, mm -hmm. a platonic friendship, what what keeps you from not showing up with them? Because they're not there every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not somebody you're devoted to, supposedly. They're not somebody you're promising to, anything to beyond a friendship. We call people friends that we just associate with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But friends are part of everything that works in our lives. But you know, it's funny. We've had this conversation off camera, and we may have it may have sprinkled over to some of our podcasts where we talk about how people are more loyal to their friends than their yeah, actually significant about other. We definitely other, other about that you know on the how you know there's like females and males like they have this code of. I'm never going to mess with a person that my friend ever dealt with. Yeah, right? we talked you know about I mean? that, definitely. And then it's, it's, and you really hold that even if you guys have a connection, you guys have things in common, you guys probably were a better couple than the person, that, than the friend. Let's, let's even go with the fact and that you it's still, a And you bigger, won't do it. Yeah, it's a bigger issue to do that to your friend than it is to do, do that, that to, to your, your partner. partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. So that's something we talked about on the podcast before. Like, we talk about it all the time. I mean, it's like... It baffles us all the time because yeah. we're friends. We wouldn't do certain things to each other, but I'm definitely not doing that to my partner. Mm -hmm. But I also believe my partner is my friend. So 
when you want healthy relationships, you live in healthy environments, meaning a healthy environment is nothing's off the table to talk about. Yeah. And we put limitations. And we seem like the rigid people because we're talking about accountable love. Yeah. We're talking about responsible love. We're talking about being responsible in love. We t we're transforming a feeling into a faith. So people are like, oh, my God, these people are rigid. But and really, we talk about... that's not connected to religion. And definitely. I think that that's where people get kind of tripped up about. Definitely. I mean, it's a faith. It's spiritual, mm -hmm. it's right? Spiritual, so yeah. mm -hmm. they have an understanding that, like, you committed, you held to it. Yeah. Like, once you say, I love you, that's like saying... You got God between y'all. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if you look at it like that, then you will be less likely to step out. But mm -hmm. when you say I love you to this person, this person, that person, this, it loses its value. So when I'm saying I love you to my partner and look at them in the eyes, I probably could be sleeping with 12 people and still feel like I love them because I feel it. Because yeah. if they left my life, it would hurt me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you care about them. And you might be somewhat of opportunist mm -hmm. because they might benefit your life. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when dealing with love, we looking at it as a faith. And people look at us as oh my God, they're rigid, but actually the people saying that are more traditional. Mm -hmm. When you have discussions with them, you're like, no, you don't talk to your friends about that, or you don't talk. Yeah, you there's don't so talk. many stipulations. Like there's so many stipulations to honest discussion, honest dialogue. If I'm looking my friend in the face and I'm like, yo, you smell, go take a shower, everybody around, oh, how are you going to say that to them? I think we're closer friends because of it. Yeah. Because I'm able to actually be that free with them. Mm -hmm. When you actually look at it, you don't think to offend strangers. Mm -hmm. But when you're close to your friends, you kind of you kind of have a rudeness that you understand. Because well, it's, it's rude just... to society, but it's a rudeness that you understand. So the closer you are with somebody, you're able to be the, more you, yeah, yeah. the more the more direct you're able to be. And that shows the closeness. Yeah. But people are shying away from that. Mm -hmm. They're bringing politics into their relationships. And they're mixing and matching, like, human, human codes, like, my fellow man mm -hmm. with personal relationships. Yeah. Personal relationships are selfish relationships that just promise to be selfless in. Yes, absolutely. So those are, th those are topics that you kind of feel like they, they don't transfer over. They don't transition for most people, and it's something that... A lot, a lot of things will be a lot clearer. Like we want things to be so obscure, we want things to be so ambiguous, because we can maneuver in it. We can maneuver in it, and we can do what we want and still not be accountable for it because it's so ambiguous. So we we go into philosophizing something that should be a principle. Yeah. Well, it's the wrong P. Like it should be a principle, not a philosophy. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I guess it, it is. You shouldn't be philosophical, philosophical but it, it should be yeah. probably your philosophy in life, but. Things of that nature. But we could also tap into, I think, that people really, um, not, they really can't get away from the drama because a lot of people need to feel needed. And I think that, and you know, I think that's being, the drama yeah, it, yeah, it, it's, it, people Insecurity. put them, yeah, people put themselves in relationships where, well, they, they align themselves with other people that if they don't feel like they are needed, and if they're not being utilized in a certain way, then they don't feel whole. So I think people struggle with esteem and what they really bring to the table. And although, and it gets, when you're needed all the time, that's where in tear in, 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 in it's general. Abuse, it's abuse it's because abuse. you can't be that for somebody. You well, can't be a necessity. Ag agreed. So they put, them, they, they put themselves in this position to be needed, and then it's where in tear they complain about it, but yet they're not willing to let it go because they still need to be needed. Definitely. You know what I mean? So I think that a I lot mean, of people they, they create... I think they connect it with, with the love. Yeah, the they do, yes. The fact that they are needed, yes. they connect it with love, but love is truly something you choose. And you want. Like, I want... Definitely. Like, I... 
yes, you make my life easier or I make your life easier. We support one we another. We support one another, right? You, so I can do all, all the things that you can do for me and you can do all the things I can do for you, right? Definitely. Now, maybe the things that I'm, I specialize in, I may do it better, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be like at a disadvantage if I'm not around either. Definitely. You know what I mean? And I think that it's, it's one of those things where... We it, work in sync and we yeah, understand strengths and weaknesses, absolutely. but it doesn't mean that we're not strong. We're not strong. That person's just stronger. Yes. So there's an ER. And it's not looking for, yeah, it's not looking I mean? for the validation that you need for your esteem. Like, your esteem should be built in other ways. Definitely. And I think that to go back if, to the basics, if we were writing a handbook, well, we are, yeah, but definitely. we're writing, you know, putting together a, a handbook on healthy relationships. And one of the things is making sure that your esteem is where it should be so that the people that you're around shouldn't have to carry that burden of the fact that you don't feel good about yourself Definitely. all the time. Like, that's exhausting. So that goes back to our premise of equal relationships. Yeah. See, we say equal and healthy relationships, and when people see equality, then they're, they're thinking of having the same. The same, yeah. But equality is just balancing each, like having a, having each other work in unison. Mm -hmm. So meaning, I'm good at fixing cars. You're good, you know, and you have people strong in their roles. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Like, you're good at maybe bringing home money. Maybe you're good at <laughs> making money. You're good at being a salesperson, a sales rep, or you might make more money, right? So you bring home money. This person, at the same time, knows how to make the money work. Yeah. So you might bring home the money. But they always gonna say, think everything's funny say. over there. <laughs> <laughs> you might be good at making money. You bring the money home, and this person might be good at saving money and distributing yeah. the money and making sure that... Um, it's in the bank and it's being oh, we're used. Or investing used in it or whatever the case may be, yes. To, to work for us. That's the thing people really can't, and, and that's the funny thing. When it comes to money, mm -hmm. people that's everybody's faith. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. It's everybody's faith. Mm -hmm. So once you mention money, it's like that person's not working, that person, like it's funny when people don't have the money, they lose value in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you was a stay-at-home mom and I'm making all the money, right? You lose your value. Yeah. And everything I say is, 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 is demeaning you. But really, in our society now, we wouldn't say that because no. they, they, they can see a woman sitting at home working. And, but even a, but even and he would still be, quote, unquote, every time he talks to her a certain way or raises his voice, he's controlling her. So in reverse, if I didn't work and you brought home the money, I think that, I mean, I think, I think that they would have an issue. They would still think that this person, like, we're not equals because I'm staying home, taking care of the house, I'm taking care of the kids, I'm doing all that stuff. I don't know if they'll see it still as an equal because of finances. Mm -hmm. And I guess that goes to roles. If we, yeah. really, if we really dissect it, it'll go to roles because I think it would change if it was a woman versus a man. So well, I think, it, I think things thing. have changed over the years in terms of stay at home anybody. Because every, a lot of people, to, well, need two, well you, need, you need two incomes, but aside from that, there are so many people that are entrepreneurs. Definitely. So I think that there's a whole other lifestyle that everyone's kind of tapping into. That mm -hmm. I think that if you have a person that's staying at home, they're usually working on other things anyway. So it's not really like you're sitting home idle. And taking care of a kid, whether you're taking care of a kid or you're working on a project, doing whatever, like all of that is still work. And I think that we live in a society now where it's more respected than it's ever been. Definitely. I, I do think that we have came a long way, but when you really just mention, like, well, yeah, exactly. you ever mention it in a room, it, 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 oh, word, you, know, you stay yeah. home? Mm. Yeah. Well, it, see? more for men. Okay, you see the passive aggressiveness. But, 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 mm. but more for men, because it's That's like, oh, you got saying. a house husband? Or he's an entrepreneur. <laughs> the first thing, like, I was talking to somebody, and the first thing they said about somebody being an entrepreneur, they like, yo, the dude's 40 and trying to rap. Or the dude's Aww. 40. You know, like, they, 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 they naturally just put the dude down. 
You get what I'm saying? So you can say that we have evolved, I, but I have mean, we? Um, have we? Yeah, I mean, I, I like think I have, just think we learned, we got better, we became better politicians. I believe we're, we're social media savvy. Just like they say, all the athletes coming out of coming out of high school, they're better in front of the camera. Hmm. Why? Because they're getting training. Yeah, they're getting training every day. Oh, got it. Sure, we getting training. We don't oh. even know much about social media, but we on the can, we in the can, we're, we're practicing, we're honing our craft. Mm -hmm. they're, they're doing it from 10. Yeah. They got cell phones at 11, oh, 10. Right, we didn't right. have they're cell phones. They're having like YouTube. Um, Shoot, I just had a YouTube beep channel at what, 15. And, uh, I never had a beep, I was poor. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm saying like when you look at it, they are, due to the technology, there is advancements, but there's a lot of things you just don't say. So they're getting better at being more politically correct. Mm -hmm and not mentioning certain things you know, on social media or certain things out loud. But when you look at the core, and that's what we're talking about, what's the core of it? Mm -hmm. Insecurity. It is definitely insecurity. The core of it is insecurity, putting myself in that person's shoes and not wanting that. Or I, I don't feel as confident as that person, so I don't want to lift that confidence. I want to take that confidence away. There's people that connect with a person. Like, if you see a strong woman, you know what I mean? And, what they always say to strong black women, because you hear men all the time, like, oh, I don't want to be with a black woman, they always trying to control you. No, mm -hmm. they're used to taking care of everything and multitasking yeah, and doing a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. things. Necessarily, but it's been the generation. It's been the generation before us, it may be the generation... After us. Well, it may be our generation. Yeah, maybe. But what I'm saying is, we still have to deal with the fact that we fell short at certain times. And whether it's jail, whether it, you know, we can go back to being, it, it being a historical thing, as far as slavery, we can, go, we can go really deep. But at the same time, it has been a woman taking care of a lot of things in our communities, mm -hmm. right? So when you look at that, you see, okay, now a man inserts himself and she's used to being a person that's taking care of everything. The first thing you have to now t explain to her, and you have to be confident to be in that situation to explain it to her. Listen, you're not alone anymore. Yeah, yeah. Sit back, relax, mm -hmm. you need to support. Your strength now is becoming a hindrance. Mm -hmm. But when are we gonna have those discussions instead of saying, yeah, I'm not gonna be with, because you feel inadequate, or you feel like you can't really have the discussion. We're not talking about, a woman in general undermining a man all the time. There's a big difference. Nobody wants to be undermined. So you don't now hail me and like, oh, you know, you're the man of the house and you're the leader and you, you do all this and then anytime they want, they can just strip you of that title. Mm -hmm. That's undermining. So it is a big difference. That's abuse. But when you're now, the person's strong, she's taking care of a lot. She's making sure she has a lot on her plate. She doesn't need you necessarily because she's been doing a lot of it alone. Mm -hmm. So you now feel like an accessory, but no, you're helping her, you're supporting. So when you start seeing yourself as a support, I think it changes but it starts, the discussion. But it starts a conversation. I think it starts with a conversation. I think people believe that man meets woman. Man just assumes that woman's going to fall back and allow him to be a man. And the conversation's not had. You have to have the conversation. You have to acknowledge what's happening. The same way you acknowledged when we were friends for a long time, right? Um, I didn't have, I mean, my Camille's, four, she's 14 years old at this point. So... Um, so 14 years ago, when we reconnected again, and I, you know, was doing a lot by myself. I was a single mother. I was doing everything by myself. Definitely. And you brought it to my attention and said, how could we be friends, right? Or how could I be, you know, her godfather and not, and you believe that you should be doing everything by yourself. Definitely. Right? Definitely. And then that was, and, and initially I'm like, well, I'm her mother and I'm supposed to, right? Definitely. And 
But you was like, no, why? You, you pushed back, right? Because you cared about my well-being, not just the well-being of for me, but also for my child. Because and if show I'm doing, her, show yeah, show her, her the her type of support she would need exactly. when somebody signs up for a, a, a job in her life. So it starts. You didn't just you didn't just say, hey, we reconnected. We all we all good. We hang out every weekend. We do whatever. And Jerry's just gonna fall back and allow me to be the person that you know support her. No, you you sat me down and we had the conversation. Definitely. So I think that people need to take the time to have the conversation and put themselves out there and fight the fight. Like, you were willing to fight me for something that you thought would benefit everybody. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, but I think, I think people that's take... a part of what it is. A lot of people want to avoid the yeah, controversy. They, exactly. And it actually leads to drama. So yes. that goes back to when I was saying a part of drama is lying. Yeah. Because people t uh, have become professional lies where it's socially acceptable just not to say certain things. Absolutely. And not to talk about certain things. Like, who things. are you to tell a, a single mom that she needs to fall back? Like, Definitely. you know what I mean? Like, so it becomes, this, yeah. it becomes mm -hmm. this narrative where we can't really have any discussions because we're so scared of stepping on people's toes. And I understand how that deals with pushing your views and values on random people. No, like strangers. Yeah, no, of course We yeah. now have to find a way to have a discussion with people we really aren't invested in. Yes to now achieve a, a, a goal, mm -hmm. achieve, come together and achieve some type of goal, whether it's just to ride on the train for a little while and have a discussion. I'm not big on small talk, but you know, you gotta, you if gotta gather understanding. you're gonna try to achieve something, yeah. You gotta achieve something, you gotta build, build a rapport. You get creative, yeah. Definitely. But when it comes to now personal relationships, that's where we're falling short, because mm -hmm. we're allowing that to trickle in to our personal relationships. Yeah. So I do believe like a lot of the thing, a lot of, a lot of even the things we're taught at home is like to lie. Mm -hmm. And it starts out with a small lie. Yeah. And then it's the snowball effect. So you're teaching, oh, well, it's just a small lie. No, why can't we talk about everything? Mm -hmm. Why can't we actually agree on this and then move forward? Yeah. So I do think like, oh, don't say that to that person. And that person thinks they know it all. And th there's all these labels we are able to label people so we don't have to deal with them. Yeah. And we don't have to, but we're still around them. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to approach them. We don't have. We feel justified not saying certain things because that person has a label on them, or that person's judgmental, or that per So we actually don't have to say anything to them. How about saying you're judgmental mm -hmm. and having a dialogue? How about saying I can't talk to you because you always think you know it all? Yeah. How about having the dialogue and explaining? Because you can't just now label a person without having an explanation. I think people run from labels, but it's cool to label. Salt, salt, sugar, sugar. Of course, because you won't know the difference. Yeah, it's cool <laughs> to label something, but have something behind it to back it up. Yeah. That says it's salt, that says it's sugar, that says, listen, you are judgmental, you do judge people, you are a hypocrite. If you're going to now call somebody out, have yes, something behind mm -hmm. it to now back that up. So I do agree with what you're saying. It's a lot of the, the, lot of the drama stems from, and we watch TV shows after yes. TV mm -hmm. shows after TV shows are just like, the drama is big, and the person walks out. And the next episode, they're kind of smoothing it over, but not really tackling the, the true issue. Well, because everyone thinks it's cool to shut down, and everyone needs space. And yes, in certain situations, you may need to remove yourself from the situation Definitely. to gather your thoughts and mm -hmm. to really, you know, think about um, what your next move is going to be or how you're going to approach the situation. But you have to revisit it. Definitely. You can't just shut down, go to bed, and then see someone two days later and like, hey, what's up? What do you want for breakfast? Like, I mean, you can't. They kind of talk about do it, but don't they kind of talk about it? But they don't really talk it, about the, 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 the root cause, the root of yeah. it, what it is. So, so it's going to constantly yes. happen. Meaning, like me and you always have 
back and forths. Always. You know what I mean? We always have back and forths. <laughs> and, you know, you tend to, when it comes to people, like, when it come, like as a person, you're, I'm like your comfort zone, right? So now, when it comes down to it, I'm the comfortable person that you feel you can be selfish with. Yes. Absolutely. You know, but everybody else, you're giving, you're caring. So I get to see that. I'm the oh, best she's, I know. she's, <laughs> she's giving, she's caring. She, you know, she, she's considerate. And then when it comes to me, at times, you like, oh, he's so strong, he doesn't need this. Yeah. I can now fall back because I've been everybody else's safety or yeah. been everybody mm -hmm. else's there. So I can fall back and rely on him to do everything, right? But I don't allow that to just happen. You really don't. So we he get into a back and forth, right? <laughs> yeah. And then everybody's walking. We walking down the street, and we might be. Arguing. Going back and forth, and people's looking at that as unhealthy. Yes. But there's two, three other people that's friends walking that past don't talk that's about not anything. saying anything. Yes. And that's health. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a good friendship. So, like, we, I think when we look at how a friendship is constructed, we need to stop. Now, if I'm violently, you dis disrespecting, you calling you all kinds of names oh, yeah. while we're in this heightened passion situation, passionate situation, then I don't think highly of but that never happens. No. It's never a name calling or it's no. pointing out exactly it's, what you're doing. They're not going to just be are elevated, but it's definitely. that's exactly what it is. Definitely. So I think that that's the important piece that we need to really consider. How things people are more worried about how things look than what actually is. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that yeah, the fact that you are able to advocate for yourself and 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 put me in my place about certain things, yeah, makes either, it's either gonna make or break the relationship, right? Definitely. But in, 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 in our situation, it does uh, put us in a place where we can, it allows me to either change my behavior or there's obviously consequences. Now, you're not threatening and say, hey, if you don't change, then we're not gonna be friends, but that's the obvious thing. That's the bottom line. Definitely. If things don't change, then what's gonna happen to our friendship? Because this is not what we both signed up for. And on my end, then yes, I'm like Mother Teresa to everyone else, then maybe I need to scale it back a bit because if I can't take care of home and make sure that the people that I'm around have the best of me, then what does it even matter? Definitely, I mean, and that's And that's that what you shows. bring to my attention, which, if I'm in my own planet doing my own thing, you don't really register it in that way. Definitely, and I mean, and even you brought things to our attention where it's like, oh, we're getting older, there's a there's a way to eat healthier. Yeah. Right? So I used to listen and like give you all kind of pushback. I'm an athlete, and have, he's been I'm an athlete, athlete for the last 40 I, years. I can do whatever <laughs> I want and all this other stuff, right? And then you sit back and you realize, like, you're coming at me like athlete or not athlete is still a healthier way to do things. You're getting yeah. older, your body. And I'm, I am gaining weight and I am getting bigger. And so you're like, you have, you can't just exercise. You have to eat better. You have to prolong your life. You're being selfish right now. You always talk about, oh, don't be selfish. But then when it comes down to it, how are you raising your children and you you can't move yeah. because you mm -hmm. thought you can eat whatever you want and now you're pushing 50. Mm -hmm. And you think you can still eat whatever you want. So, like, you're not looking at the long haul neither, and you're big on relationships and making sure everybody, you know, does things for the long haul and make sure everybody's mm -hmm. in long term relationships and, yeah. and lifestyles. And you're not going to do that when it comes to your lifestyle. You're just going to, like, die on your children. You're just yeah. going to mm -hmm. die on us. You're just going to put us at more at risk. And I now discovered a different lifestyle, and now I'm adding it to yours. And then you're like, no. I mean, I've been living this way a certain, but I, I've learned. I've learned something mm -hmm. new. So I brought it to the, the, the village, and I'm, we're having a discussion. Yeah. And we now all, you know, decided we're going to do it your way. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, like, that's the type of thing, that's the type of 
relationships and discussions you have to have. Mm -hmm. But I didn't just like, oh yeah, it was all good. No, I, I fought for my where I was comfortable. And I didn't also normal. allow you to shut me down either. So it, I, I kept going. And not the, you know, eat the cake anime type of thing, but it was more of a, you know, every I use every opportunity to show you that there's a better way. Definitely. So like you're making, we're making food. I'm like, yeah, we could be eating this and that instead of that. And if you don't eat pork, but you eat shrimp, then, you know, like. Yeah, it, that it was, was a big one. Yeah, that was a big <laughs> one, a big exactly. One, yeah. So it's like one of those things where it wasn't all at once, like, oh, you don't eat like me, then we're out of here. And you know what? When I changed the way that I was eating, that changed the dynamic of our relationship Definitely. because we bonded on food. Definitely. I'm a natural foodie. Definitely. Like, that's just, I love food. You're I, a snacker. I'm one a snacker. One time you ate a whole bag of chips just because okay, it was next okay, to okay, you. Okay, 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 okay. Just because it was next to you. That's mildly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's mildly. That's unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, that's mildly. I wouldn't recommend that. But the point is, is that I'm a foodie. I love trying new foods. Well, I used to, I do, but it's, it's not the same because I don't eat as much stuff anymore. But the point is that, you know, I, I'm a foodie at heart. That's what you and I were connected on. I ate, you know, big portions. I wasn't the salad chick. So, you know, and then when I changed the way I was eating, it changed the dynamic of how, of our relationship because that was one thing that we didn't connect on Definitely. anymore. So that we, you know, that took a hit, but then we connected it in another way by getting you. found a way to Yeah, found a way to connect it, and, and, and it came full circle where we're all of age. Now you're 42, oh wait, you're 41. Oh, so you're just gonna age me? <laughs> you're 41 just yet. like I am. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He yeah. Finally, <laughs> he, we're, we're both the same age, so now so we have she's to. she's six months older than me. We're both the same age. Yeah, she's six it months. It doesn't matter. We okay. She's maybe I was walking longer. before a long. <laughs> maybe I was walking before you were. Yeah. The point was. The point is, is that we're all the same. We're all the same age now. Definitely. So we should be on the same page when it, when comes, it comes to stuff to like that. As yeah. Well. So that's you know that that's definitely our segment when it comes to you know people loving drama. Yeah. And like hating the cure. Mm -hmm. Like people definitely hate the cure. So you know my name's Aziz. I'm Jerry. And this is Accountable Love. Peace.